No. Okay. okay, okay, guys. Uh, today, I, it's a, I've been going back many, many years to when I first became a Christian. And oh, the kind shit. of, I, the kind of, do you all know, all know Papa Seth, Brother Sam's father? Did you know him? Yeah, yeah I, I put know. everyone on mute now, so they won't, unless. Okay. Uh, Brother Seth, uh, when I was a, a new believer, I was a little bit scared of him because he would ask awkward questions. You know, he would say to me, how are you? Where are you in Christ? He wouldn't, no small talk with Papa Seth. It was always to do with where are you in Christ? And he would ask me awkward questions like, why, why has God saved you? What, what for? And I would give standard kind of things, well, because I want to go to heaven, you know? Uh, and um, he would say to me, where are you in Romans? I said, what? I don't, what's, he, what's he talking about? I, he would say to me, are you in Romans chapter 7 or are you in Romans chapter 8? And of course, I'd never read Romans. You know, <laughs> I was just a new believer. I didn't, I didn't know what he was talking about. And it was, uh, you know, I felt embarrassed at the time. Uh, but he was all, he, you know, he, 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 he nurtured me, you know, he nurtured, he nurtured people and he challenged you to go and to get to know more. And, you know, then I, I used to think, why am I saved? Why is God saving me? Uh, I believe, you know, I believe in him and, um, and I believe in his cross by faith. My sins are forgiven, therefore I'm going to heaven. And then he would say, what is heaven, you know? And I would say, for me, it's the presence of God, for having fellowship with Christ, or, you know. And, Everything nice. And then he would say things like, if that's the case, why is it as soon as you believe in your heart, God, I believe, you're not raptured to heaven? It's really, you know, if that's the case you're, you're going for, God would rapture you and he would have, you, have you in heaven that very day. Why did Jesus start the church? Why did he need a church if everyone, when they believe they're going to go up, straight up to heaven? Why does Paul in Philippians say, I, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain the resurrection from the dead? So he would, he would challenge me to read the book of Romans, you know. And as I studied, I, 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 Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones spent the whole of his life, it's a fantastic book, Romans, um, so much theology there. And he spent, doc, uh, he, he was a doctor and he spent all his life. Medical doctor. Yeah, a medical doctor. And he spent all his life uh, writing on the book of Romans, studying and writing on the book and the letters from, uh, of Paul from, from the book of Romans. Paul was writing to the Roman church, the big city where Caesar ruled. Satan's seat was in Rome with, with Caesar. And Paul so great opportunities to tell the world about the Jesus he knew. He was being 
hindered uh, by uh, the, the Pharisees, by the Romans, and he'd been unable to visit Rome, and therefore he had to write this letter. Thank God he was being hindered, because God uses everything, all hindrance to a, to a believer to, to fulfill his purpose, to fulfill his purpose and use them as opportunities. And uh, because if, if he wasn't being hindered, he would have gone to Rome. We, we many, many years, wouldn't have had this letter, this fantastic letter uh, to, uh, of Romans. And in, 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 you know, he goes through chapter by chapter, Paul. And in this first chapter, he talks about Jesus, about who Jesus is, that he's a human descendant. He was a human descendant from David and his son of God. And he was resurrected from the dead. Um, and he, ta he talks about Jesus in, in chapter one. In chapter two, he talks about sin. He says, everybody is under sin. You, nobody can judge anybody because they are also sinners. Mm -hmm. Everybody is a sinner. There may be different grades of sin, but they, we are all sinners. Because the Jews considered themselves as privileged. And Paul reminds everybody that they are no different to the, to the Gentiles. All humanity is under one roof, Paul says. All are condemned to death. All are condemned to death because they are sinners. And he says, God is the God of all. Whether they know it or not, he is the God of everybody, everyone whether they accept that or not. And in chapter three, he comes with a famous, famous uh, verse, 23. It says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Short of the glory of God, short of God. We all are short of God. We can compare ourselves to each other. Or we may look good compared to my neighbor uh, who may be, uh, 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 have pro big problems with uh, drug addiction, alcoholism, wife beating his him. wife, doing that. But we are all sinners. Um, and in verse 24, next, very, very next verse, he says, all are and, and are justified freely by his grace through Jesus Christ. So justified by faith, by his grace. And in chapter 4, he reminds them that the law, about the law, that the, all the law does is show what sin is. And after being given the law, people were shown to be even more sinful because they realized what sin was before. They may not have realized that, uh, you know, covetousness or jealousy or, or sinful are sinful. They would have realized murder is sinful, but they wouldn't consider all these very much smaller things are also yeah. sinful so the sin the law is is um tells us tells shows us what sinners we are you know and you cannot please god with the law because it is impossible to keep the law as a human being it's impossible to keep the law every day of your life and, and the law, far from saving you, brings you under more condemnation. 
and he gives the example of Abraham as an example of faith. He believed God and was prepared to do whatever God asked of him, even sacrificing his son. And he believed God would, would do everything for him by faith. And then chapter 5, he says we are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. We are reconciled to God through Jesus. And he gives two examples of Adam and his rebellion and how sin entered life, how sin entered humanity, and that brought death, and how Christ's obedience and blessing brought life. So some people call Christ the second Adam because he, he came to, to forgive the, for the forgiveness of sins and forgiveness of everything that Adam had brought to humanity. And it was for the first time Christ brought life to humanity. Chapter 6 uh, of Romans is a crucial chapter. Um, it's important that we understand that chapter because it says we died to sin. And don't you know, he says, don't you know, everybody should know, all of us are baptized in, or who are baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. In other words, we were there, we were there, died with him. We were on the cross with him. We were, we were, we died with him. We, um, our old self has had died, has died. And in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too, as after dying with him, we too have been resurrected with him. We have new life. We, are, we have new birth. We are new people. So if we have been united with him like this in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. And by faith, when we're united with him, we can say, each one of us can say, I was with him on the cross. He took my serpentine nature snake-like nature on the cross for me with for himself he took it on himself i and my sinful nature died my sinful nature my old nature is dead i was resurrected with him i have the resurrected life of of the of jesus christ i have i am of a new resurrected life of the holy spirit it is done it is finished that's what jesus said it is finished but the work is done i because i was on the cross with him i died with him i've been resurrected with him and i have new life hallelujah i no longer have my own sinful nature because it's dead i have a new nature I have a new nature of Christ. I have the nature of Jesus Christ in me. Oh, I may do stupid things, but I can go and repent, repent on the blood of Jesus, and I will have forgiveness. The devil has no, he cannot accuse me. 
None of you can be accused by the devil because we don't have our old nature, it's dead. The devil, I can tell the devil, laugh at him, get lost devil. I have, I have the nature of Christ. I am a new person. I, no, I have had a whole, like a transplant, a new nature transplant. And it's from your nature, what, your nature de determines what you do. My new nature was now determined what I do in the future, how I, how I act in the future. And then chapter eight, therefore, it says, Paul says, there is now no condemnation, no condemnation for those who are in Christ. No condemnation. The devil cannot condemn you. We have no condemnation. The law of the spirit of life has set me free. The law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of the spirit of death. Wow. That word now is, makes all the difference. Now. Now. There is no, yeah, that's as so soon important. as you believe. Yeah. Now. That's a good word. And the law, nature, there are nature's laws everywhere. They've got the law of gravity. You can't change it. You can't change the law of the earth, earth of physics, of the earth spinning around the sun that is precise constant you can't change the law of of the universe you've got all these planets spinning around stars and you can't change a thing about the law just as you can't change the law of physics and the way the way god has created the universe to the to the degree to the minutest degree is the law the law of just be that you can't change those laws you are cannot also change can cannot change the world the law of of the commandments the law god gave is just as precise god the law is there the world is dying spirit of death is on this earth you can't change that nothing you can do about it it has power you need, you need to get out of that. You need a much more powerful law. You need the spirit, the law of the spirit of life. And this law of the spirit of life overcomes. You need resurrection power to overcome the law of the spirit of death. That's where Christ came in. He's given us resurrection power. We have that same power that enabled him to be resurrected from the dead. And as Papa used to say to me, are you in chapter 7 of Romans or chapter 8? And if you don't understand truly what Christ has done for you and think it is just to go to heaven, you will live in Romans chapter 7. You will be always in Romans chapter 7. You would not progress to Romans chapter 8 because Paul says in chapter 7, when I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For my, for my inner being, I delight in God, God's law, but I see another law at work. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from the body of death? The Holy Spirit, through Jesus Christ, through the church, will show us, show you the fullness of Christ. And this is where the church helps, because this, if, if I hadn't gone to church, I wouldn't have people like, Brother Edward, Papa Seth, uh, Sam, 
all these people te teaching, teaching, nurturing teaching me, nurturing me, uh, and showing me the fullness of Jesus Christ, the fullness. Come out of a, come, we need to come out of our superficial understanding and come into the fullness of Jesus Christ. Let the spirit of life set you free from the spirit of death and live in Romans chapter 8. Then he says, who will bring any charge against those who God has chosen? Who will bring any charge? Who is, the, who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus who died, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God interceding for us. Who can, who can condemn us? Who can accuse us? So we, there is no condemnation for us. You are dead to sin. I am dead to sin. You, you have a new nature. Your old sinful nature is broken. It's dead. Live lives. We need to live lives of resurrection through the Holy Spirit. We need to look at Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. He intercedes for you. Any sin you commit is not part of your nature. It's, it's against your nature. Go to Jesus and he will forgive you. He will be there for you and he will intercede for us on our behalf. No condemnation because we are united. We are one with him, one with our Lord. That's praise God. That's pra praise God that we are, we have the new resurrected nature of Jesus Christ. We, our nature is the same nature as Jesus Christ. And that's, when we come, when we go to him in heaven, we will have. We wish he has developed our nature over time, living on this okay. earth, and he was he will fulfill it. We will have the full nature of Jesus Christ, and we will be with him in, uh, in wonder in eternity, in wonderful time. Amen. I just wanted to say that um, when the Holy Spirit comes in us, uh, although we don't need to do any good deeds. We don't need to be righteous because we're covered, we're wearing righteousness of Jesus Christ. But the presence of Holy Spirit within us stops us wanting to sin. Yeah, it's a new nature. Sometimes a wrong thought might come, but genuinely we don't want to do wrong things. And that is the presence of the Holy Spirit with us. And the closer we walk with Lord, the more we feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in us to guide us to do the right thing and stops us from doing the bad things. Amen. Yeah. So now the question is that, uh, do I live in Romans 7 or Romans 8? Amen. So we have <laughs> this question. Yeah. I think we're honest. Sometimes we're in 7, sometimes we're 8, if we are honest. <laughs> Get out of 7. And the more we walk with the Lord, the more we have fellowship, the more we read the word of God, we spend longer in chapter 8 than we do in 7. Yeah. I'm sure brother Arman lives in chapter 8 whenever he has dolma. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, uh, between each chapter in any book, there is a space, you know, when chapter 7 finishes. Yeah. Yes, there's uh, a gap. There, yes, a gap, yeah. Yes, so there is a gap. I uh, hope, uh, Tarijan, I live in that gap. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Brother Arman, that means you're on the fence. Oh, yes, yes. on oh. Brother Charles, uh, could you read, uh, I have not English Bible with me, could you read uh, in chapter 8, uh, sorry, sorry. My wife has destroyed, destroyed everything. Now, remember you're in chapter eight, so you should be gracious and loving. <laughs> <laughs> it's hello, sit a minute. What do you want to read? Uh, chapter eight, uh, yeah. verse um, nine. Verse nine. Yes, please. You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit. If the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. Yeah. And uh, I like uh, verse 12, Brother Charles. Verse 12, since the beginning I began to read the Bible, Yes. It's my favorite verse. Really? What is verse 12? Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it is not to the sinful nature to live according to it. Yes. For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the, sin, the mis, mis, mm. misdeeds of the body, you will live. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. I think when we are in prayers and then uh, we have revelation of God, like we fear God, not that we are scared from him, but it's a fear of God, that he reverence God. Yeah. And we see ourselves on judgment day, like everyone on judgment day, we see one day we will be on judgment day. Mm. And then we just think that let us live according to the will of God because uh, you know we will be judged yeah. if we think that we are living we are praying and everything fine we are still in the earth as long as we are in there we are fine but there is a judgment day and I think once you in your prayer you are in front of God and then is judging every single one of us then that's that's reality and mm -hmm. then we come and we cleanse ourselves and we want to do his will with his help with the power of the holy spirit Amen. and then i think then we can stay in chapter 8 more than chapter 7 yeah yeah Amen. 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 Yeah, that was wonderful, Brother Charles. That's a wonderful, uh, very important part of the Bible. Thank you. Yes. Powerful. Thank you. Okay. At the at the end at the end of chapter eight, it does say that um, nothing can separate us from from the love of God. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, 
nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Love of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. No, even though we are separated from families in this situation, we are not separated from God in any situation. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. wonderful, reassuring uh, belief, reassuring knowledge. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. 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 Every morning when I... Uh, have my Bible study time and I have my fellow time and pray and praise him. Then I go to him with my needs and the needs of my family. Honestly, once I've done that and I've finished that, I feel that I'm wearing the armor of God, that he's inside me, he's beside me, he's going ahead, he's protecting me. And it makes the biggest difference to my day if I've had that time with him or if I don't have that time with him. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a wonderful thing. And um, I established this uh, discipline some years ago, and I want to encourage everybody because it's so good. It's so reassuring, it's so strengthening, it uh, reduces anxiety. Uh, it's just good. It's good when I've committed, my children are thousands of miles away from me, but when I've committed them to the Lord and I say that, Lord, I can't be with them. I can't guide them. Even if I guide them, maybe they won't listen to me. They're married. They're different now. But I thank God that they recognize your voice. And if they're wrong, then you can chastise them. You can correct them. And this gives me peace of mind. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Have thank a beautiful you. week. Thank you, Brother Charles. Thank you so much. It was great. Bless Hilda. Bless Tali. Yes, everyone. Bless Tali and bless Anita. And our bless you guys. And basket. Thank you, Lord. Where are you? Bless everyone. Bye. Have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye.